This is the Self Development Podcast, episode number 28. Hey there, welcome to the podcast all about personal growth, pursuing goals, and becoming a better version of yourself. My name is Leonos Kakidando, and in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about making peace with an imperfect world. Now I know I've been missing in action, MIA, but I'm back and I think that's all that matters. So let's move on. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so, oh, before I forget, um, this podcast episode, I'm going to be freestyling. So just some, um, some things I've been thinking about lately and I thought it would be good to address and sort of like, I don't know, give you a quick update on you know, on myself, not, it's not really a podcast about me, but I, I think it's good to, to sometimes once in a while, just give you a bit of context into how things are developing, especially with, uh, with regard to self-development. And maybe there'll be something, I don't know, positive you can get from there. But the heart of this um, podcast episode is definitely going to be about making peace with an imperfect world. And just to give you some context into what exactly I'm talking about when I say making peace with an imperfect world, this is really at the core of self-development, I guess. I mean, one thing self-development um, is, one thing it's it's supposed to do that a lot of people don't really um, see this immediately it's not self-development is not just about making you someone who can become rich it's not just about turning you into you know a terminator and being able to crush things and becoming the best of the best of the best and all that i mean that's part of it especially if you make that your goal but another thing that self-development tries to do is make you realize that even if you can't do too much even if you can't go that far that you are not a mistake and you are not wrong for not being able to do some of the things you want to do. It's not really about turning, turning you into someone successful. It's about turning you into someone that enjoys being you, if that makes sense. You enjoy being the person who you are. You're doing what you love doing. You are around people you, you love being around. It's more about that, right? And I mean, yes, one of the goals of this podcast is to allow you to become more successful, right? Pursuing your goals. But you cannot do that effectively if you don't first work on the fact that you need, you know, to appreciate who you are and what you can become if you choose to become. And that's, and that's one of the issues that we, we face. Um, uh, and of course, it's not a new concept. A lot of people, uh, you know, throughout the years have always gone through this issue of, you know, self-appreciation, self-esteem. And it's important. It's, it's important to realize that the self-development part encompasses that as well. Okay? And here's the thing. While... 
we are always thinking, well, at least a good number of us, always thinking of getting to a better place, succeeding, you know, having more money and all that. Oh, we all we're thinking about is good, how, how we're going to live the good life. When we wake up, we'll have a swimming pool and, you know, no stress, no issues. But that's, that's, that's a bit too far-fetched. One of the things self-development is going to try to do is, you know, bring you down to earth. The world isn't perfect, right? We don't come from perfect homes, perfect societies, perfect economies, perfect um, institutions of learning and whatnot. Yet, uh, we manage to continue to live. Some of us manage to continue to prosper. So one of the things that self-development will also try to help you do is appreciate what you have because, you know, man, things could have been a lot worse. And I'm not one to, you know, speculate on how worse they could have been. But even though things aren't perfect, they're still okay. They're still great. There are people who probably don't have a lot of the things that, for example, I had growing up or I have right now. A lot of the opportunities, a lot of the chances, a lot of the teachings, the exposures and, and a whole host of things. And we tend to forget some of this because we are so wrapped up in, you know, running away from our problems or so wrapped up in focusing on, you know, living a great life, a good life. And if we don't ground ourselves, if we don't find a balance where we are, we're even, right? We're not, we're, 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 we're setting goals, but we're not delusional about living in a fantasy. Or we are, we're, live, we're not too ambitious, but we're not too pessimistic as well. That we are, you know, we're hiding and we're afraid that things will only get worse and that we're cynical. You know what I mean? There's, there's sort of like an even ground. Now, I'm no expert when it comes to things like this, but I do know that this is an issue. And it is an issue that requires our attention. I'm someone who, I, I cannot self-diagnose, but I have felt what may uh, what, what what people generally call depression and it's a bad place to be now again i did i did not do a self-diagnosis i just know that there was one moment uh, one point in my life that i was completely broken down i was completely uh, felt destroyed from the inside i i woke up one day and i just could not get out of bed because i felt horrible and one thing that I feel now that I'm at a position or a situation where I'm not shy or afraid and I'm actually confident in talking about some of these issues, I think it's important and quite frankly on my part, it's responsible for me to at least share some of these experiences and how uh, being able to navigate to get to where I am, even though it's not the best, <laughs> the best of lives that I'm living for, I mean, in other people's eyes at least. It's, it's, still, it's still better than where I was before. Now, here's what I wanted to say before actually even going into uh, that, the second part, which is talking about making peace in an imperfect world. This podcast started from a blog that I started in 2000. I resurrected rather in 2014, I believe. That's when I wrote my first self-development or my introduction uh, uh, post. And 
One of the goals was for me to share my experiences, um, my life experiences, especially as it related to me trying to live a life where I'm doing the things I love to do, pursuing my goals. And I thought I would document this whole process, this whole journey, so that um, whatever I learn at the moment, it's still fresh. I mean, you know, there's, there are people who, who wait until they're, you know, they're the 40s, 50s, 60s, and then they recall. Um, I, I don't have a very good memory, so I thought maybe I just document as I go. I'm not trying to be perfect. I'm just going to say things. And if I need to learn a lesson, I'll learn a lesson on the way. I'll say some dumb things and I might say some things that make sense. And, you know, you as the audience or you as the readers and listeners will just figure it out. I worked up the courage to do this and I started that and I began. Thankfully, it was well received. For the most part, till today, I haven't really had any sort of negative feedback, which to me is quite shocking, but it worked. And this gave me, uh, it gave me a bit of fear actually, but it also encouraged me to, to just keep going, to see how far I can go. Because clearly there are some topics that make sense to people. So let, let's see how far um, this can go. Now, at the same time, I began reading. So a lot of things were happening at the time. I started blogging on self-development. I began reading, I became an avid reader, and I decided to actually jump in with both feet and pursue um, my goals in business. So a lot was happening. And I knew because all these were related, it, the blog was a perfect platform for me to journal. I was writing not just for people, but I was also writing as a way of tracking down my development especially how my thinking was changing over time. It got to a point where I then said, I enjoy listening to podcasts. And sometimes I myself hate reading text on the computer because I'm a developer. I see text all the time. So let me try to jump into this podcasting thing. And let me tell you, it wasn't easy. I think it took me months before I published my first podcast. And I was trying. I was really, really trying. I started on this uh, platform called Anchor.fm, and I'm sure you can still get uh, <laughs> my, 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 my initial uh, podcast episodes, but don't. It's kind of embarrassing. They, they sound weird. I'm even afraid to listen to them. But yeah, I began sharing my thoughts there. I wasn't sure how I wanted to do it. Then, uh, thanks to Brother Sky, uh, who goes by the, na the, the username Sky Tanzania on Instagram, uh, uh, my brother Frederick, I think it's Fred. Yes, uh, I'm sorry, Fred, if I've mispronounced your name, but yeah, Fred. Uh, he was like, you know what? I think you've got something there. Why don't you come over to Afropods and do something? I was like, okay, <laughs> more responsibility. It's, I said, fine, let me do it. It's, it's a growing platform. It's, you know, it's supporting um, people from East Africa to do things like this in Africa in general, I guess. To, to, you know, to join the podcast movement. And I said, hell yeah, I'm, I'm down, I'm with it, let me do it. But that kind of put pressure on me because now I felt as though, you know, on Anchor, my podcast was buried, right? It was buried underneath who Lord knows how many podcasts are on anchor.fm. But on Afropods, which was fairly new, 
you know even till this moment right now it's, it doesn't have that many uh podcast shows i said okay now here is an opportunity for me to do something that that could actually put me on the map if i become really 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 serious about it so i then decided i think the approach since i'm not that confident in speaking naturally and freely i think my approach should be to structure my content right so to have as many notes especially talking points and talking points are points that are, are to me are carefully crafted so that i i say the right thing and not the wrong thing i felt that pressure because you don't just come from nowhere and start talking about self development even if it's from your own perspective without kind of knowing what you're saying and uh because i'm not naturally you know i uh, it's not like i'm 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 uh, i'm an expert speaker that's i think that's what i'm trying to say that this stuff comes easy and i saw that i heard that when i was listening to my anchor.fm podcast episodes which i i encourage you to not listen to <laughs> that what i was saying didn't convey what i was thinking but long story short i worked up you know i i did it for a couple of episodes and again i was getting positive feedback it was interesting there are a few people here and there who are who gave me some very useful criticism and um one or two that were were even interested themselves in getting into podcasting which was really really uh, interesting and cool but again generally the feedback was was overall positive and um that gave me the courage to keep doing it i mean these making these podcast episodes i don't know you know <laughs> i'm at 28 to me that's like a a serious achievement but yeah i mean i just kept on going and i was thinking about stuff to say then at one point i was like you know what maybe i should freestyle and when i heard it i was like no that's not me i shouldn't sound like that i've not yet found my voice so i kept on you know uh preparing over preparing and preparing and preparing uh but again it it takes time to do this especially with one of my goals to make sure that uh, the self development podcast becomes something uh of more value a, a resource to be quite frank and that brings me to what i'm going to say right now is that then suddenly i had people really reaching out to me you know at the end of the show i say you know if you want to contact me or say something you can reach out and they actually did and i was like oh this is <laughs> this is serious now all right uh, here's dr phil uh, tell me your problems now i'm just joking um <sighs> it blew my mind because not that they were asking me but the fact that it was as i initially thought there are people who are going through things but they don't say that they're going through things you 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 be around, you you hang around them you you talking to them to them on a daily basis but you don't actually realize that probably 100 things are going through their minds right and i knew this i knew this for a very very long time you know sometimes uh when i would blog and you know talk about a certain topic someone would be like yeah that's a pretty interesting article but um 
uh, I also had an experience in this and this and this, and it almost felt light. But after the podcast came out, things got real. Things got really real. And I'm like, I knew it. These are very, um, uh, what do you call, important discussions. Self-development, right? Uh, personal growth. These are important. But we don't seem to, to discuss them very often uh, in our everyday lives. But they're important because people think about them a lot. And I am extremely careful on how I take on, for example, if someone is asking me you know, a question regarding um, a job or regarding pursuing a goal or pursuing a dream, I have to be very careful because one of the things that I have learned uh, over the past couple of years is that my existence, my lens is different from your lens. We don't see the world the same. And one of the best um, uh, ways you can help people when they come to you with questions is to first appreciate from where those questions are coming from, from their eyes, from their perspectives, and then make sure you are not, you know, answering the question as though I can, you know, I can fix your life. I, I'm not, I'm not a person who fixes people's lives, but I can number one appreciate what it is you are, are saying and the fact that it takes courage to, to talk about some of these issues that, you know, society in general, or at least the one I'm around in general, doesn't, you know, doesn't talk about much. Uh, number two is that it's not really uh, help that I'm here to offer, but rather a path in which we can begin to see how do we solve this issue. I once did a Q&A and uh, it took me a while to, to think about how best to uh, respond. But one thing about the Q&A that I, that I probably didn't mention was that one of the reasons why I think the Q&A was kind of made sense to me is because I personally knew all the people that I asked, right? I personally had to like look at things from their lens as best uh, as I could, then bring in my my view on the topic and whether that made sense or didn't make sense. I e eventually had to leave it up to them, but we did touch the topic. We did dive into it a bit. We did try to see um, what other things we could extract from all of this. Then, then of course, I uh, rec made a recommendation on where you can do further reading such a topic. Then hopefully what I did was start a conversation, you know, keep that alive. <sighs> yeah, so this podcast is, is strange. It's, it's not strange, but it's, it's, it's going somewhere. And um, I like where it's going and I appreciate where it's going. But I think it's really beginning to hit its goal. Self-development is an important part of human development, in my opinion. And the more we actively engage it, the more we actively appreciate it and allow it, you know, as, as, as something we, we consciously, you know, we consciously, how do I say it, uh, implement it in our lives, it's good, it's healthy. 
I am growing, right? I'm, I'm getting older and I'm beginning to understand a lot of things that I uh, didn't understand before about, about uh, um, life in general. And I am seeing that um, it is so important to be able to take control of how you're developing and not to allow that to be in someone else's hands without your consent, to not allow the situations around you to force you to develop in a certain way if you can do something about it. People are capable of doing a lot. People are capable of enduring a lot. But these things don't just come to you naturally uh, all the time. And they have to be developed. This is why I wanted to then talk about making peace with an imperfect world. I think it's very dangerous for us to, to not live in reality. And what I mean by that is this. We live in a world that's unpredictable, right? Anything could happen that is beyond our control. The economy could, could rise, it could fall. You know, one day you're employed, the next you're fired. We lose people, right? People we've known for years. Anything could happen. And one thing that's, that's hard to believe, right, is when something happens as if from nowhere. It's like we're not prepared for that. And depending on what exactly is the, the, the subject in question, and uh, just to make this very, um, very objective, I'm going to be talking about business as opposed to any other thing. Now, here's the thing. For example, in business, when we set out to pursue something in business with expectation that on day one it will be like this, on day two it will be like this, on day three it will be like this. If five months into it, it is not like that and you get something totally different, that could break you, right? That could really break you. That could, that could make you think, wow, this market is impossible. Wow, I really don't have what it takes. Wow, why would people want to get into business uh, doing this or that? And... I, I feel like those cases are sad cases because people are missing the point. You cannot go into something, a sport, that you have never played in your entire life and have high hopes of winning championships. But what you can do is go into these uh, sports with an open mind and commit to surviving the day and understanding more and more of the rules. This is how life works. You are bound to meet with things you never thought of. And don't try to think of everything because you can't. Anything could happen. You could run into a roadblock. You could, you know, meet someone who just frustrates you to death. You, maybe not to death, but frustrates you a lot. You could meet with so many different kinds of challenges that your mind is just not ready to handle or see. The best thing you can do is not um, think that your, your role is to control outcomes, uh, uh, rather to control the world, to control what happens around you. Your role, 
especially as far as self-development is concerned, is to control you yourself. Because that's the only thing you can ever have total control over. How you react to what you meet with. When I say make peace with an imperfect world, you know that if you had money, you'd be able to do this. You know that if you had the right team, you'd be able to do this. You know that if certain conditions were met, you would be able to attain, achieve, or accomplish A, B, C, D, E. But you don't. Does that mean the world is hopeless? Does that mean you are hopeless? No, it just means that that is the reality of the situation. Now, the next most important question is, what do you think you can do about it? This is where self-development kicks in. Think of self-development as a tool that makes you adapt to changing weather. Today it will rain, smile. Tomorrow it will be cloudy, smile. The next snowy, smile. That no matter what happens around you, you're able to get your bearings, you're able to, to, to still be the same person, that you're not affected 100% by every single issue that goes on around you. You cannot have control over these things. So don't let these things control you, right? When I talk about making peace with an imperfect world, I'm saying that another thing you should be thinking about is appreciating the fact that you're, you're alive and that whatever conditions you're in, especially if you're you know, able to listen to a podcast like this, that things probably aren't as bad as you probably think they are. To have appreciation, right? To say that I've gotten up to this point Maybe I got hurt, maybe I lost something, maybe I lost someone, maybe I am lacking this, maybe I'm lacking that. But those shouldn't be the highlight of your story up to this point because there are people that have lost much more than you could possibly imagine that have been dealt a worse hand than you have, but somehow, find a way to appreciate the fact that they are still alive and they still have an opportunity to see another day. Life is precious. And if there's one thing that can keep you from enjoying life or appreciating life is holding on to negativity and seeing only the worst in people, the worst in the world. The worst thing in the world is to be dead. That's the first worst thing ever is to not be alive. Then there are other stages, which I will not want to talk uh, about right now, but I'm sure you understand what I'm saying. So for what it's worth, there is a lot of good that surrounds you. Take things as they are and change the meaning when you can so that you can see the world from a different light. You know, I got into business when, <laughs> when a lot of people are starting to say, oh, 
and I was about to cuss right there, but they started to say, oh, darn it, things are about to get very difficult and the economy is going to change and things. And yeah, when, when I got into business, things were off to a rocky start. But, and of course, uh, you know, you, you don't make the same amount of money. I, don't, I wasn't making the same amount of money as I was when I was employed. In fact, I, some of my, my, I can say that for sure, my lowest point, financial point, uh, in terms of finances was when I was beginning my business. I had never been that low as an adult uh, in forever, I guess. But again, um, I was still glad that I made the choice to begin to pursue and to begin to figure things out. And I was glad that I got positive support from my family, from my friends, because I know it would have been a lot more difficult to do this. And many times I think about things like this. What role do I play in helping someone who's also thinking about making that same decision? Do I, you know, treat them with negativity? Do I start telling them that, this is gonna be impossible for you, you're going to fail. Well, in some cases I challenge people <laughs> because if I know uh, probably something that you're trying to do, if you, you probably have a plan and you say, oh, this is what I want to do, A, B, C, D, and E, but if I feel probably you have missed um, certain steps, then I'll challenge that. But in general, I thought to my experience, I was like, hey, when I was coming up, right, I had people that said, yo, do what you must do. We believe in you. We may not give you money, but we'll definitely not stand in your way. And when we can, we'll point you in the right direction. And that, that made it feel a lot better. And if you consider the facts, I mean, I could have looked at the fact that I, I don't have the cash that I used to have. I don't go out the way I used to go out. I know I've given up certain luxuries. But what did I gain? I gained support. Uh, a kind of support I never would have had um, if I didn't decide to go down this path. Now, I don't want to stray too far off topic here, but what I'm trying to say is that in this world, right, you are a person who believes, and I hope you believe, that you can lead a better life. And it is easy to see the challenge more than to see what opportunities this, this uh, choice to pursue better may provide. I have learned a lot right, in my journey. I have seen a lot and I'm continuing to learn. And I'm thankful for these experiences because they have toughened me up, right? They have not made, things have not been easy, but I'm no longer afraid of things that, you know, you know beginners are afraid of. There are challenges and situations I can gladly go, you know, in my, in my robe or in my towel you know, and laughing with a huge smile on my face that a lot of people um, are yet to, to understand, a lot of people are yet to, uh, to get because they are afraid of the world, they're afraid of, 
what's out there, the things that they don't know. It all begins with how you see things. And if you see things from a point of view, that makes it as though you can't. That keeps feeding you the narrative like you can't. You didn't code when you're in high school. You didn't do this when you're in college. You don't know these people. You don't have access to that. When you keep feeding yourself these narratives, you forget about the other more important things. Like, yes, you did not code in school, but there are like a million YouTube tutorials teaching you how to code in almost any language you wish to code in. Yes, you do not have access to connections, but you can begin now talking to the person right next to you, convincing him of an idea. Maybe this person knows someone in a, you know, in a, in, in a very important position, and maybe you can get the hookup through that, right? Yes, you don't have the finances right now to pursue whatever it is you want to pursue. My brother had a laptop in which he used the laptop's tracking pad, right? That, that mouse pad to draw a digital um, image. He's, he's an artist, right? To draw a portrait. I've never heard of anything like that, but I'm sure there are other people doing the same, but that didn't stop him from getting into digital art. He has a Wacom tablet right now, which is, you know, I believe they, they say that those are among the best types of tablets to have. But if he were the type of person who would have said, you know what, I'll wait for a tablet, then I'll get into digital art. Where would he be today? My friends, a lot of my friends like Ismail, uh, Alfred, uh, who were in the you know, music production space, the equipment that we started with when we were beginning to do uh, music production, man, you would laugh today. You would say, no, that's not possible. Didn't you have iPhones back then? No, we did not. But we were able to pull off a lot of stunts. Had we waited to have a full studio, we would not be where we are today in terms of the knowledge, in terms of the exposure, in terms of the people we've worked with. And we're still very early on in our journey. It's, the story's not over uh, for us or with us. And there's so many of these examples. The challenges we find around us serve as fertilizer to which we can plant seeds. And let me tell you something about a world that, uh, that seems to have so many challenges. That's the place where people find success. If you can solve challenges, right? If you are the person that can, that can take a look at your, 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 your area, right? You take a look at the society around you and you see, right, man, your community, sorry, that's the word I was looking for, the community. Man, these guys don't have access to knowledge on how to plant in this type of weather. And then you provided something like an app or a program, the world will, will reward you for it, right? Or there's, you know, people who come into town, they don't know where to get this or to get that, and you are the person that, that uh, solved that problem, the world would reward you for it. This world isn't as, as, as you know, hopeless or negative as some people choose to see it.
there is opportunity to find success and in turn, or as a return, make some part of the community better or make certain people live a much better life. We have to appreciate that, we have to appreciate one thing about the pursuit of success. It's not a clean process. And the reason why it's not clean is that we have been, you know, sort of trained to believe that things are supposed to be clean. No, things are tough, things are challenging. And my advice to young people uh, always is to play in the dirt as much as possible when you're young. You know, get used to failure, get used to being, <laughs> you know, uh, getting your offer rejected, get used to sales not going through as early as possible so that you get it out of your system. You know, the first time I, I sold, the first time I was selling, um, what do you call it, my software development services, I was terrified and I couldn't, you know, I couldn't negotiate for, for Jack, I couldn't, you know, uh, connect sentences. But if you happen to be my target and I came to your office and I said, hey, good afternoon, I would like to um, show you what I could do for you and your business, you would curl into a ball. True story. <laughs> Whether you believe me or not, uh, it's up to you. But I mean, you know, you play in this environment, in this tough, uh, uh, what, tough life, in this challenging life, you, and you survive. As long as you survive, when you wake up the following day, you laugh about your past experience. You'll go through hardship the first time and feel bad, the second time and feel bad, the third time, and see when will this end, the fourth time. It's not ending, the fifth time, and you'll be like, ah, I eat this stuff for breakfast. And that's specific to pursuing goals. So it's not as fatal as you might think it is. It's not as impossible as you might think it is. I normally don't give people the advice to pursue their goals because I believe everyone comes um, into, into pursuing something out of, out of a driven need. Eventually, if you're supposed to pursue something, that need will be so great. Maybe you'll hear someone speak. Maybe you'll get to a place where you just got fired. Maybe you'll, you know, you'll have a bad relationship and something in you will say pursue. And when you do decide to pursue, go all in. If you believe that is where you're supposed to go, go all in and figure it out. I think lastly, what I want to say about the imperfect world is about the people that live in, a, in, in this imperfect world. People are not perfect, and that includes you. There are people that will wrong you, and there are people that will support you. Think about this one question, though. How do you want people to feel when you interact with them, right? How should you conduct yourself? What, what is your best um, approach to helping people or to being someone that isn't there to make their day that much more worse. I know we live in a world where we expect, because it's the, it's, it's the lens, right? It's through our eyes that we're seeing the world. 
but just for a moment, right? Just think about not what you want, but what you can give and how you can make that a habit going forward. It is very easy for us to, number one, set very high expectations on the people around us. We want them to be perfect. We want them to do these things when we tell them to do them. We want them to be of a certain type. But the moment you start doing things like that, what you're doing unconsciously, whether you realize it or not, is that you're telling that guy to judge you on those values as well. And one thing about human beings is that they don't like to be in situations that make them feel uncomfortable. And if you're around people that who, who think you make them uncomfortable, they will always run away from you. They'll always seek safety because that feels like a threat, right? It's, we're biological. We feel like, mm, if I'm around this person, <laughs> I'll be stressed and I don't need that. So I leave, I run. I hide. And if I have no choice but to be with this person, then I will look for flaws so that I can defend myself uh, against this person. I, like, I remember when I was employed, they usually would keep reminding me that, yo, this is the quality. We need this. You have not done right. And it forced me, because at the time I felt like I had no other option but to endure all of this, it forced me to then say, look, I'm also going to have to judge people on similar criteria. That will allow them to fail in front of me as well. You get me? It's so that there is a balance. I know who I am. No one can tell me who I am. And if you're going to judge me and tell me that this is good, this is bad, that you know what's right for me, then I'm going to have to create another system myself where I can judge you as well. Now, that relationship isn't healthy, whether you're in a personal relationship, whether you're in a, you know, in a job setting, whether you run a business, it is not healthy to create such relationships that are based on you must be perfect. But think of the, the, the alternative. If you're around people that appreciate you for who you are, they know there are days that you won't be your best. They know that there'll be days where you will fail, you will stumble, but they don't, you know, conclude, they don't take your weakest problem and uh, use it to define you. They appreciate everything about you. In such a situation, especially when you think about, for example, developing a team or creating a, a company uh, in terms of a strong company, like a family-oriented company, what this does is that it makes people believe that you're not there because of a paycheck or some project, but you're there because each and every one of you are trying to get to a better place. This is where the concepts of tribes, I believe, began to rise. That as an individual, you can't do as much as a team, but that team needs to be linked. And it's easier when the team is from uh, family right I mean you can you can fight with your brothers and your sisters all the time but in a heartbeat they would come to your rescue right you don't even need to pay them and so with that kind of mentality you begin to create uh, 
you know, a better sense of synergy. Now, I know you, you can probably argue and say, don't mix personal with professional. I wonder how, how long people will continue holding on to that argument. Uh, clearly, things are, are different. Times are changing. There are people who'd rather start, their, uh, start a business that's a one-man, one-woman show than to risk being in a two-man or two-person show simply because they're afraid of uh, being around people who, are, who, who will appreciate them for, uh, for, for who they are entirely, right? Their ups, their downs, their lefts, their rights. So yeah, I mean, that's just really my two cents. I'm not really an expert. <laughs> oh man, I think I've spoken much. Um, maybe I should cut it off over there. I think uh, I've said enough. I think um, hopefully I've, I've, I've said um, stuff that you might find valuable. <sighs> Let me know what you think. Head over to kidando.net. Um, for the blog post of this episode, you can leave me a comment or hit me up on social media. My handle is Kidando, that's K-I-D-A-N-D-O on Instagram and Twitter. I think from next week, I'll be back to my regular format. I just thought I would say hello since it's been a while. Until next time, remember to always make progress and not excuses. See you.